0: Rhubarb. it Peter it Peter Peter, Peter it Peter it Peter. Peter. Peter it Peter, it did Peter, did it Peter, 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 that's a tongue twister, too.
1: Welcome to Wednesday
0: in Westeros. Welcome to West- Wednesday in Westeros. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying this. Just
0: keep all this in. Welcome to Wednesday in Westeros, the show where each week we discuss the Game of Thrones TV show and some of the books. I'm Taylor Trask. With me is... Todd A. And uh, uh, if you're a fan of this, if you're listening to this, you might know we host another little podcast called The Todd and Taylor Show. And after uh, a lot of episodes where we talked about Game of Thrones, it, we just decided that let's just do a whole podcast that's just that uh, as season six is upon us. And, you know, we'll still yeah. do the Todd and Taylor show, but we, we thought this might be a nice little way for you to, to digest our thoughts
1: on just... I like this person. idea. Yeah. So what we've decided is uh, we are going to do a Wednesday, yes. um, this first episode, um, I, this preview that we're doing today. We'll come out on the Wednesday before the season kicks off, and then we'll just follow it up on Wednesdays after that so we can kind of review what just happened and yes. preview what's about to happen. Exactly. Um, exactly. I love this format. I love this idea. I like breaking it out of our other podcasts because we would, we would have this great plan of – Yeah, we're doing an hour and a half podcast. We're going to do 30 minutes of talking about comic books and stuff and then an hour on Game of Thrones. And then we talk for like two hours on Game of Thrones and blow these podcasts apart. And so now we have made this very smart decision. Just break that out. Just talk Game of Thrones in and out. Yeah. So every Wednesday, you can just tune in, get a great dose that will be. Hopefully less than an hour of us. It's talking in the
0: name. In case you're ever wondering, well, when does this come out? I don't understand. It's Wednesday in Westeros, every yeah. Wednesday. So you're listening to this right now, hopefully on a Wednesday. Tell your friends, tell your family, anybody who loves Game of Thrones. This is a show for you because yes. we're not going to get super duper nerdy into the books. We might a little bit, but this is mainly about the show. Um, yeah. You know, we. You, I haven't read the books at all. I've Wikipediaed a lot of it, which is kind of reading. But Todd, Todd is our kind of our our uh, resident book expert, I guess, for for lack of a better word. Is that is that a fair description of of kind of I, where you are?
1: I think we can say I have read the books. Okay. <laughs> I'm wary of putting the title "expert" anywhere near that. Ah, but. yes. We should,
0: should tagline this thing with "We know nothing, Jon Snow." Like that should be the tag right. of this, um, because I'm sure everything we say will be highly debatable by some, you know, true Game of Thrones expert or somebody who's exactly. read all the books back to front five, you know, fifty
1: times or whatever it is. Right. I, I, I don't care that much. No. And and actually, that's that's probably a good segue to, to jump into what I wanted to say, which was, and I, I, we talked about this, I believe at length last year um but i stopped watching with um episode six last year the Mm. unbowed unbent unbroken Mm -hmm. in which uh sansa stark was raped uh i still have a lot of problems with that one Mm -hmm. uh i went back months later and sort of binged the last four episodes just to kind of get done with it so i've seen i've seen everything but i definitely come to this season really disconnected and, yeah i don't think you're and, alone i think a lot of people are the same well and that and you know there's there's, there's so many components to to, to that that i'd like to talk about and i you know but i almost feel like i should preface it with i went into last season pretty damn excited about it like i rewatched almost all 40 episodes mm-hmm. um because and the way i i, I think I think maybe I watched them all. I just didn't write about them. But what I did was um, there'd been these discussions on my website uh, with a bunch of friends, like every week we would, we would discuss it. And we, we picked up in like maybe season three or something. So I, what I did was went back and wrote up every single episode, uh, you know, as I was watching it, like I would just be typing notes. Um, So every single episode up until episode six of last season is cataloged, you know, on my website or what, hopefully we're going to catalog those on our our website together well, you, raise,
0: you raise a great yeah. point because i think I, I i think a lot of people went into season five with that same sort of you know excitement, hope and, and excitement hope. yeah yeah. And, yeah and and you know i had season four let, let's be honest like i season one was amazing two and three were probably my favorite with probably two being the, my absolute favorite right four was good it has i mean four had a lot of really kick-ass Daenerys stuff. Um, So that was you know, and you know Arya doing her thing, and you know Arya and the Hound running around like. So there was a lot of cool stuff in four, Um, and then five. Honest to God, five felt a lot like the last season of Lost, which I love to rag on all the time. But it's worth, it, yeah. it's it's it needs to be ragged on because that was a that was a season of a show that had built up so much promise and had so much going for it, and honestly had a lot of easy things that could have done to maintain that sort of excitement. And just one by one, let me down, and let me down, and let me down, It just became this confusing mess of nonsense that. You know, rap that—that that put a period at the end of a of a sentence of a show that should that deserved way more. And I well, kind of feel like this season five was that in a nutshell for Game of Thrones.
1: And I, I, like, I one of the things I've been looking forward to with our uh, discussion that we were <laughs> scheduled to do today was reminding myself of those letdowns <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I because I adamantly thought, you know what? I watched so much Game of Thrones in advance of season five, mm. and then I was so aggravated by it that um that i did not want to go with like i i just sort of told myself this morning i was like you know what i gotta watch that second trailer just because we're talking about it i just got to be a little educated but i purposely did not watch any of season five i have not recapped it for myself i haven't read anything about it i just thought if it comes up with what taylor and i talk about great but otherwise i'm not you know I'm not gonna go put that stuff in my head, and then and then on Sunday watch the episode and go, God damn it! <laughs> frustrated all over again. Like I'm going in fresh, you know.
0: P.S. If anybody can hear a loud motor uh, at all in the background, that's uh, it is winter has actually come to Colorado for the last time in April. Hopefully, and there's a there's a snowblower going down the sidewalk right beside my window. So, well, Just
1: FYI. I, oh, I can't hear it on my end. Oh, good, good, good. good. Yeah. Well,
0: let me so, um, ask you this: Do you have a Do you have a checklist of grievances that we want to air as part of our Festivus episode of Game of Thrones? Like,
1: i there... and fill me in on what you think about this. But I think the Sansa incident was was one in a long line of things where they were just they were purposefully torturing mm-hmm. viewers. Yeah. Um. And you know, and part of that might have been their purposefully torturing. Uh, readers specifically, I and see. I'll totally grant that. I don't. I don't want to go into it with like, you know, a, a bias of like, oh, they screwed up the books or something like that. Like, I don't care anymore. You know, well, the way- let's,
0: <laughs> let's remind ourselves in the book. From what I remember being told or have read on Wikipedia, in the book, it wasn't Sansa at all. It was Jenny, Jenny Pool, J- Jenny Pool. Yeah. Um, did she? You know, she basically was that character if I'm not mistaken, or was she, is that meant to be Aria? Like how, how does, what happens in the book?
1: They send Jane Poole disguised as Aria. Okay. And yes. And she is like repeatedly uh, raped by Ramsay Bolton. So
0: it stands that where is she in the book at that point? Where does she find herself?
1: Still in that tower, I guess with, uh, with her crazy aunt at that point.
0: Oh, Uh, that's right. uh,
1: She is still disguised as Elaine. And, um, my God, all these names are coming back to me. I believe that was her name. And, uh, and and in fact, I think, and we probably talked about this over the summer, whenever we wrapped it up, that I, as I recall, one of the chapters that Martin has released from whatever the hell this book is that, you know, we'll see if he ever finishes, um, is <laughs> awesome. an Elaine chapter. So okay. I, huh. I think she's still there, still in disguise as Elaine. Interesting. Like in, wow, the, so in the book. You know? So,
0: so your, so your suggestion is that uh, Benioff and Weiss, the showrunners, had like wanted to engineer some like this isn't the books, this is our vision, and like the, just to throw <laughs> people off or to set just break free of, of the sort of the restraints of the book. Is that is that sort of what you're thinking?
1: Possibly. I totally get that. Like, you have to cut down all the, all the you know multitude of characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there was definitely a feeling of like something has to be done with Sansa to 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 give her an arc because she's obviously like you know a main character in the show whereas in the books i mean george martin just has her like you know just fucking around forever it's like she's not she definitely doesn't have anything exciting going on in the books okay um, i guess my comment about that is i just i'm not going into season six uh rankled as a book reader who's like they changed everything up i'm just well, not you
0: can't. there's no book to follow anymore this is all new fresh power true
1: True, and so I'm just I, I yeah i' just I just feel like I gotta clear that air and and say, you know if that's what annoyed me from last season, if I brought some of that bias into it, so be it, but you know it's it's over. <laughs> Can I can – I, and
0: I don't want to re-litigate the entire Sansa rape thing, but I mean, <laughs> I've had – we don't need to be – this isn't the people versus Ramsey
1: Bolton. don't going to make a people V joke.
0: We don't need that, but I, 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 since that episode, I've had two thoughts on the matter. One, and I think I've raised this at the time. They were – I don't want to say classy enough, but they were careful enough – to not actually show you it happening. In fact, what you saw was almost worse because you saw it from Theon's point of view and Alfie, what's his face is that the actors uh yeah. just what he put into that scene. Give that dude an Emmy just for that because you felt what was on his face even though you weren't seeing the actual. I mean, you heard it, which could be just as terrifying, but they didn't, you know, it wasn't just another gr- uh, gratuitous way for you to show you know sophie turner's butt or something you know something ridiculous we didn't need we didn't need that the the scene didn't need that heightened imagery and they didn't give it to us the other thing though is i i think back to, you know i go back through my head and you look at those characters what what else would you have expected from Ramsey bolton except for that like if if he was always going to marry her so as soon as they put her in back in westeros he was always going to marry her um, that was going to happen. Like it wasn't like he was going to suddenly become a good guy and, you know, just let her kind of be as she was like, that was never going to happen. They spent two seasons developing this guy as a total sociopath. So like, what else was he going to do? So right. from a story, even if you hated it from a story perspective, I don't see any other way. Like it would have felt almost like they were cheating his character. If that didn't happen.
1: Well, and neither do I want to relitigate it. but um, <laughs> The, you know, to me, it's, it speaks to a, a problem in the books, in the storytelling of the books and the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the giant rants I wrote last year when I was angry about it, uh, there's this great review of it by, um, film crit Hulk, who is, you know, the incredible Hulk who writes film reviews and literature reviews and stuff in all caps and in Hulk speak, you know, broken sentences and stuff. Um, but one of the great things that film crit Hulk, uh, pointed out was um that martin in the books takes like he leaves these cliffhangers and he takes so long to sort of resolve them mm. that all the emotional weight of it has already been sucked out gotcha. and that is such a prevailing problem in that it would have been one thing I, I, first of all <laughs> as i relitigate, i'm getting uh i i mean the poor girl had been tortured enough with joffrey yeah. Yeah, you know, I and it just, uh, it, I just don't get it from. Yeah, you're right. Like that's what Ramsay's gonna do. But, uh, what's Sansa gonna do? I mean, where's her art going? You know, yeah, it like yeah. two episodes before or, or four episodes before, whenever the hell it was. She, you know, she walks down the stairs, you know, with her hair all dyed black and wearing this black dress. Oh, and you're like, oh yeah, man, she yeah. Is Badass, like born again, like you know, she's she she's grabbed her character. Like. Bang bang. Yeah. I am the warrior. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah. And then then they just totally, you know, usurp that with now she's just another victim. Yeah, you're so
0: right. And that was like that was. And if anything, it's 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 a weirder, it's a weirder slam against Littlefinger because he was the one who's like, you're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shape you into like the, you know, the 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 mental assassin that I am. And you know, that was kind of the that was the 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 ending point of, of that season with her walking on the stairs so it's weird for him to go oh and by the way i'm going to sell you to ramsey because i need some other stuff and it will be was fine just such
1: a, it was such a cop-out like if you're gonna yeah. change the story uh why is she not the center of her own story yeah i cool. mean they make her into this like you know, one of the great things that was that was pointed out by writers and critics, much more capable than I, last year was they took this moment. Even then, when they make it like here's a big moment for Sansa, they mm-hmm. put it in Theon's eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We don't get that like it's a good point. Horrifying good point. moment of like watching her face, but they just totally take her story away from her even more. She is just an object for Joffrey. She's an object for Littlefinger. She's an object for Theon and yeah. Ramsay. And it's like that's just dumb so so back to my original point from, from film crit hulk is he, he makes a point in uh reek like he says uh in his review of book four or five or whatever it is he's like by the time you know reek's storyline is actually really interesting because in the books you don't understand that it's theon you're just reading a reek oh chapter. that's
0: right yeah so
1: by the time yeah. you figure out it's theon you're like holy shit that's crazy that theon went through that but um it happens so late after all the like terrible like theon did all this terrible stuff you know, (laughs) to the Starks. And then they finally, like he, then this Reek chapter happens literally like a book and a half later. No one's seen him for like Mm. 2,000 pages. Mm. And so my feeling is like, by the time they deliver some vengeance for Sansa, are we going to care anymore? Is it just going to be more like, you know bloodletting where you're like ah oh, great okay so they killed ramsey in that way or whatever yeah, i mean
0: i'll tell you this I, one of the one of the many exciting things about the trailers for season six is just seeing sansa on a horseback with what it looks like to be soldiers near her or behind yeah. her or something so it's like clearly i'm not saying they're reacting to the the audience disapproval of last season but it seems like they're intentionally going okay here's you know, here she's gonna finally have some kick-ass moments, although knowing how they roll, watch it be all uh big, huge misdirect and some you know, if something terrible happens, even even then that's gonna be me going, uh eh. yeah. So Thanks. there's good this luck. Uh, good there's luck this show. Guy.
1: I think you and I've talked about this offline probably. There's this this guy named Tony uh Zoo, I believe is his last name. Mm-hmm. It's Z-H-O-U, and he does a a video series called Every Frame a Painting. And I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not remembering exactly the right thing. But he does this – there's one great video that's about Jackie Chan and how to do action comedy right. Mm -hmm. And one of the really interesting things uh, when he points out that action movie, like a a Hong Kong Jackie Chan movie compared to an American one, is you see the punch land. And in fact, there's sort of this stylistic thing they do where Jackie will always like punch somebody, and then there will be a cut it's mm-hmm. not a smooth cut so you'll actually see the the contact of one punch twice like oh wow wide and then close up you know and and then he shows when he's when he you know in every frame of painting then he'll show like he shows some american action movie where somebody does this action move and you just see the person like fly through the air or get flipped over or whatever and to me n- now that he's pointed that out i see that everywhere in mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. and to me that last episode of last season was all of that like Mm -hmm. there's this big battle you you know we see some flashes in the battle and then it's over and uh stannis is just you know like lying on the ground leaning up against a tree brienne walks up we don't see brienne cut his head off we Mm -hmm. don't see theon and sansa land after they jump over the wall Mm -hmm. you know i mean we don't like we there's so many things we don't see and it's, it was just sort of, I, I think, you know, what I think we talked about at the time was how many cliffhangers can you have? Yeah. But to yeah. me, it just felt like you're doing it wrong. Like <laughs> 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 if you're gonna show like the horrible moments, yeah. You know, like why are you not showing the vengeance or whatever yeah. it is like it, it, it just it's just weird filmmaking you know to just have all these dramatic moments of people walking up and you know and and accusing them of you know i, well, I was felt
0: very uncharacteristic of what they had done in seasons prior like in seasons ah, prior like we saw they, jamie's hand get cut off right we saw um you know Tyrion, you know kill his father and we saw yeah. you know we saw all this it wasn't the only thing i think that was sort of like that was when Tyrion blanks out on the battlefield and wakes up but that was a oh character. i hated
1: that so but it much.
0: wasn't but it wasn't the editing doing that. That was Tyrion. It actually got knocked out. So we, as the viewers, if we're watching it through his eyes, you know, we're not going to see the battle. So that that made sense. None of the stuff that happened in the last, uh, you know, end of last season made that sense. You know, it was all very exactly yeah. like you said. Didn't connect. Um, Are they too in love with
1: that cliffhanger idea? Oh, uh, I mean, probably. It, you know? Yeah. that's that's kind of a like lingering question you know
0: well and the biggest one i mean the biggest offender of all is you know john snow is gonna be, it, the fact that anybody had any you know, you know i can understand if you were sort of a you know you didn't really know much about the show knew nothing about the books you saw john snow get killed you know you're like oh is, is he gonna die but go google john snow dead question mark for the last eight years <laughs> and you're gonna have and, he, and he thousands upon thousands upon thousands of theories about who it is and why it is. And then the second Kit Harrington popped up in a photo I'm set, like and then the, yet they're still denying it like it's a thing, like it's, you know, he, you know, which, which, you know, they can have their they, they think they can have their cake and eat it too and be like, well, he is dead technically, even though you see him. That means he's still de-. like it, it, he's, I don't care about any of that. Like you can you can parse it however you want to. He's still coming back to life. He is a character moving and breathing and, you know doing things so the fact that they think that somehow some magical you know that was part of their big you know like uh their advertising campaign and just they're like you know, is he dead is he really dead so here's on that same note here's my we all talk about season six in full in just a second but my one of the big things kind of my like list of pre-grievances if you will about season six grievances yeah <laughs> that i'm going to be sitting there with a you know with with bated breath and a pencil in hand ready to check it off if they hit it I swear to god if they wait until the last episode of season 6 to resolve the Jon Snow thing, I'm done watching this show. I I understand. if they wait till the end of C- season 6 episode 1, fine. But if they wait till the very end and I have this feeling they might. They might drag it out that long or drag it out even 5 or 6 episodes. Like so long that you're just like, "Hey, it's, it's the dude would have started decomposing or would have gone white walker." by yeah. that point. B, it's like, I don't care anymore. Like you can't create an expectation. And then it's, it's like saying, Oh, Hey guys, we're going to go, uh, we're gonna go have dessert. Okay, cool. And we get to the restaurant and they're like, okay, we're gonna have dessert. We'll bring it out. Oh no, no, no. Just wait, just wait. And you wait until tomorrow morning. And then it's like, now it's breakfast time. And they're like, hey, we're still going to give you dessert. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want it anymore. Like if yeah. that was last night, I, I don't, what are, why are you offering that now? Bad analogy, but still you you understand what no, I'm saying. No,
1: But you're speaking ex- exactly to that larger problem of like, we the the reliance on like shock value and cliffhanger has actually totally undermined our confidence in the yeah. ability of the show to tell a story because you're you are exactly right like if Jon Snow if he's coming back he needs to be that needs to be opening scene yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean <laughs> obviously I don't know shit about filmmaking <laughs> but like, if he's, you know, why not make him the main character? We've already talked about it for a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. why not bring him back immediately? You're right. Like, if we wait the whole, because that'll just, that'll exactly prove Hulk's point. If yeah, we resolve yeah. that narrative 10 hours later, you know, and two and a half months l- later of watching this, this season, who cares? I mean, I just, it won't, it won't emotionally satisfy me, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, but if he shows up at the end of episode one, that you know, if Melisandre, like, resurrects him then, that'll be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Well, let's 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 jump into that because I think what people really want to hear is our discussions and, and, you know, predictions on what will happen in season six. And I think let's just get that right out of the way right now. Yeah. What is your theory based on what you've read or just independently come up with? <laughs> How do you think Jon Snow is going to— revive resurrect what warg what what, what do you think is going to happen to him
1: i just i have no uh but <laughs> i think the warging is an interesting theory that he warged into ghost at the last minute um because we saw that wildling 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 what what are they i don't wildling. know wildling you know uh yeah what's his name from the office <laughs> Garrett.
0: That's right. Garrett from the office <laughs> into his
1: <laughs> at the last minute. Um, but uh, I, there is, um, I mean, it's like if I had to put money on it, like I think the safe bet is that Melisandre is going to uh, resurrect him in some way, yeah. you know, in, in the way that uh, what's his name. Uh, oh my God. See, this is just awesome that I've forgotten all of these people, but the uh, the undead dude that keeps getting resurrected by the other red priest.
0: Oh yeah, 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 uh, oh, oh, Dadarian, uh, yeah. Oh, Bandarian,
1: Yeah, Beric Dandarian.
0: Beric Dandarian. There we go. Yeah,
1: Um is always resurrected by Thoros of Mir. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think that that's like that's the that's the safe money, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in terms of logical storytelling, they already broke melisandra's heart was broken because she realized stannis was not what she thought she's back at the wall she's back at castle black so she's there. we know she can do these things they'll probably my guess is you know how they always do like the kind of the um the montage of clips from previous episodes to kind of tee up things my guess is one of those will be beric dendari and be like he's brought me back every time you know clearly laying it out there for you um yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. the question is going to be. I don't think he's I don't think he's warped. It's never been revealed that he has that ability. It would be strange if they sort of shoehorn that in now. I think everybody who's like he's he's warped into Ghost. I'm like that's a give Ghost a little more credit for being badass. Um, you know, to, b like he's never that's never been a known skill. He is they have never even teased it. It's never been like oh he kind of he kind of did it that one time so maybe he'll do it now. Let's let's
1: just put a lid on that. You I think. That- that brings up such an interesting question to me, which is: everyone talking about season six says, "Well, we're you know the readers and viewers are on like level playing field here," but that is not true because <laughs> readers know that all of the Starks can warg. Oh, really? And oh. I'll just I'll just spoiler that the shit out of that. Interesting.
0: It's, Wait, so in, in the book, does like when you say all the Starks, do they all at one point
1: does more than just Bran do it? Yep. Like who? Uh, you know, I mean, let's just say that you know, I, gosh, I wish I could spoil this in like an interesting way, but I can't. But I mean, Arya knows what's going on in Westeros. Okay, I'm just gonna say okay. that.
0: Okay, well, but 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 yeah. John Snow is not a Stark proper. Let's just say, um, you know, he Good might point. be he Good. might be Stark-ish. Good well, but he mean, you know, but there's not going to be so it's again, well, all but, it's, be, but it's, you
1: know, it's from the Stark line and his mom was uh, Ned's sister. Yeah. It's Because like, yeah. hey, we're, we're totally like, I mean, we're, we're believing that it's, it's R plus L equals J or whatever. Well, right? let's,
0: let, and if you're listening to this and you aren't a, a book fan, we're, we're about to spoiler some major stuff for you. So just, <laughs> just letting you know. Um, we, we, and, and honestly, like. It may have been a while since you heard the name Rhaegar Targaryen anyway, but just, just know there's a a big prevailing theory that we'll probably find out about in season six, definitively, that Jon Snow's parentage is is not at all it, Ned Stark is not snark. Ned Stark is not his father. Ned Stark is merely his cool uncle who's taking care of him. Like and, that's you know that's yeah, and where it, they're headed with that.
1: You know, I mean, I feel okay talking about that because um it's definitely not revealed in the books in any surprise way. It's like it's definitely like it's definitely still a fan theory. Yep. There's a lot of clues that point to it, but also um, even a couple years ago, I don't even know what season it was, but it might have been two or three of the Game of Thrones Blu-ray, where apparently some of the extras just basically said that. Oh wow! I, and I didn't see it. I just had a, a a friend who's a fan of it say, you know, tell me like, yeah, you can talk about that theory around me because it, like. You know, the eagle eyed viewers had already seen that in the extras yeah. on the Blu ray edition. So, um but that was, you one know, of the- to, to me, it's like it's out there. i You know, that it's more interesting to talk about those theories than to pretend that it's going to be a spoiler. I mean, well, let's there, let me ask there you. There are big is- moments like that we can that readers can spoil. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, I can't tell you like, I mean, you know, there's some cool theories that I may have followed up on because I read the books, but. Um, you know, the grave digger theory is a great one to look into if you want oh. to some stuff there. Yeah, um, Let me ask you this, though, because like that, that
0: brings up a really good point. This is the first season where there isn't a book to correspond right. with it. There is simply what George R. R Martin has told Benioff and Weiss in terms of how this ends in the loose outline. Right. Like, this is the first time book readers are on the same level as TV watchers. Yeah. Um, in that there is no, it's not like, so. so for you, you know what are are you excited by that do you feel like you don't not having that in, intuitive knowledge ruins the show escalates the show like what how are you feeling about that
1: i love this question because it uh one of the the things we have not touched on yet uh even though we did in our last our year and wrap-up podcast is the the winds of winter news mm-hmm. which is and so basically we know martin it missed every deadline last year <laughs> they, they were trying so hard anyway. to get the book out uh by before the show started he, yeah. That obviously did not happen now it's sort of like he's not even going to finish it in 2016 oh geez. and we have this rumor that uh 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 oh my god uh neil gaiman uh, maybe be bringing in to like brought in to kind of help polish it up and get it out the door. Wow! Um, Which I keep hearing that. I mentioned that to you like a month and a half ago, like, Oh, here's this wild rumor, but I've heard it a couple other places. So I don't know if it's a rumor that keeps getting repeated or if there's some substance to it. Um, But because uh, that book didn't come out as you know, as a person who read the other five books, like I just, I just don't even care anymore. It's just, it's like, it's, it's taken you god we've talked about this in so many ways of like there are so many constructive ways to approach this problem and they just seem uh, you know really hard-headed about it like no we're yeah. not putting anything out until he's finished with the whole damn book and if yeah, history is any guide it's going to be longer than the last one and it's you know it's uh, like
0: well and that's this isn't even the last book is it there's still one more after this theoretically I- yeah yeah, so book six is what we're waiting on, and then there is a book seven supposedly, you know, in twenty in twenty thirty seven we'll get book seven, and then we can finally find out everything so, you've already you've seen on the TV show.
1: I really do feel like because I came in as a reader when the show started. You know, it's yeah. not like I wasn't a guy who read it in the nineties or two thousands or whatever, and you know, was eagerly anticipating this. Like I read it during the seasons. You know, I read yeah. first, and I've gone over that before, so we could dig that up if you were interested, but. um I just say that to mean now that I know the next one's not gonna come out anytime soon, maybe not even before the next season, I you know, I don't care. Like I, I, there's no I'm not going into this going, Oh, I wonder if he's gonna have that in the book or not have that yeah. in the book. I really I really just don't care. Yeah. Well let's <laughs> and talk about it's really up in the air whether I would even read the next couple of books because yeah, yeah. the last two were so irritating. And I, I have had the
0: uh, blessing or curse of not having ever read the books and getting the consolidated sort of story via yeah. forums and Wikipedia and just others, which I honestly feel – and I, the only book I have read is The um, World of Ice and Fire, which they put out last year, which is a really oh. cool, almost like Samarillian kind of book that's got you know the history of the, of the families and the history of the of Westeros and Estros and like all it's, – it's super cool.
1: And honestly, I think that is like that's like all you need to own. Yeah. I didn't I yeah. didn't even flip through it. I had maybe seen it in a bookstore, but I didn't flip through it till I was at your house. It's and cool. It is unbelievably cool. Like <laughs> Yeah. That's what yeah, I would tell
0: are, If you're a fan of the show, but you don't really want to read the books, but you want to know more, go yes. and buy a World of Ice and Fire on Amazon. It's amazing. We'll put a yeah. link to it in the show notes.
1: Hard, hard copy for sure. Hard right?
0: copy. Yeah. Don't get. I was debating between that and the Kindle version, and I, I'm promising you the Kindle version is is a poorer, much it, worse substitute. you want the hardcover. It, it looks yeah. great. It feels great. You, you, it feels like you know. And they they sort of treat it like it is a book that you would have found in the Citadel. That's like here is the history. You know, they, there's like an intro like by one of the maesters. You know, a fictitious maester yeah. who's just like this is these are the words of the kingdom. And so it's it's just super cool. I you know, and it's filled in a lot of gaps for me too. Like there's you know how the how the heck the the Baratheon you know uh, Targaryen war happened and why you know who was aligned with who and um you know how the heck the uh, Lannisters got kind of so much power i didn't really i mean for example this is just random tangential note um the lannisters at one point so uh tywin's father i think it's like tyrell or something like that lannister was a complete just shithead he he <laughs> wasn't he he was you know he was miserable with money didn't do anything it was actually Tywin when he became kind of the the head of the house who built up their fortune like the Lannister fortune is largely on the back of Tywin's just merciless like work and you know work ethic and just being a, a complete bastard to everybody and just getting yeah. that done for his family so like if anything like that gives me more respect for Tywin's position in the world just because I'm like this dude didn't inherit anything he built this off the back yeah. of you know everything so all that to be said pick that book up i do want to go back though because with there being no book um all these questions now have open-ended answers so obviously the big one what happened to Jon snow i agree i think melisandra's and and honestly like as shitty as she was you know she freaking convinced danis to do every terrible thing you can think of i would have I would have a lot more respect for her and she would just be cooler for me if she resurrected Jon Snow in some really cool, dramatic way. Like all of a sudden I'd be like, and and knowing that she's kind of, at the end of the day, she's kind of on the side of good as it relates to the White Walkers. Like the Lord of Light, you know, it's kind of the the antithesis of what the White Walkers are trying to do. So I feel like her being there is kind of a cool moment. I really hope they... It, everything about season six and all the trailers I've seen is just cool moment after cool moment after cool moment. It's, it's actually gotten you really excited. I left well, at the end of last season going, and now I'm kind of like, oh, well, this might, this might redeem it a little bit. This might be a good way. You know, they might have realized what happened, That last season was kind of this just big black hole. And they are like, let's make stuff happen. Let's build, you know, the proper arcs again and the proper yeah. intrigue.
1: Well, and hopefully this—hopefully what I'm about to say is—it it, it sounds positive because I, I am going into this with like a positive thought, which is uh, those criticisms of, I have of the last season are like when I think I uh, Rare. used asked <laughs> just interrupt my whole train of thought there. Uh, you know, as a book reader, how do you like what? You know, how do you feel about the upcoming season? That's sort of just general. You don't know what's happening. Honestly, as a book reader, to me the best thing they would do is go off book and mm-hmm. they should have been doing that for the last two seasons because yeah. Yeah. it just feels like the mistakes they made in season five is in so far as i see them as mistakes like that last episode let's talk about all the multitude of cliffhangers yeah. those are george martin moves yeah and they're yeah. frustrating as shit to readers so don't do them anymore yeah you know like yeah. show that stuff show the action well like, and note, you... take a you know no. a leading role
0: the best on that same note, the best episode of season five by far was an episode that is not in the books at all. Hard home that freaking episode, like that was purely new material, like every, and everything about it. Just like I've rewatched just of all of season five. I think I've rewatched that. I haven't watched any of the other episodes twice. That one I've watched like six times because it's so freaking amazing. And it injects, all this new mythology in the play—I mean, everything about it was just amazing. Yeah. And I get a sense that season six, based on these trailers, is more of that and less of what we hated. You know, it's and more
1: of them making big, bold creative choices. You know, you brought up the the Tyrion getting knocked out in that battle, and I think that was season two, or is that no, it's season that's one. one. Yeah, that's and one. one of the things that frustrated me so much about that is like in that battle, he was actually really heroic. Mm. so knocking him out before it happened and then bringing him like reviving him when it's over really stole something from that character mm. you know mm. like he had been killing people with this axe and mm. everyone was like what the hell's going on um i believe that's in that battle but i just remember the book being like yeah you know but I, even at the time i i thought you know i bet they just didn't have a budget yeah <laughs> probably, probably. show some giant. so when we get to hard home and it's like A totally insane battle (laughs) yes it one of
0: the best one of the best choreographed action terrifying too ever just amazing all of it start to finish like that yeah
1: if (laughs) i agree like yeah exactly what you said to make those choices that are you know things that the book can't do, and that yeah, you they couldn't yeah. previously do on earlier seasons. Yeah. Like move, like just embrace that move in that direction. You know,
0: and you had yeah. stopped watching right before that happened. So I remember that yeah. episode. I mean, you're like, I'm to, like, I'm not watching this anymore. This and then, and then Hard Home happened. I'm like, dude, you picked the worst time to stop watching the show. <laughs> and I can't
1: remember when I when I finally caught up. If it was like did I just not have anything to do that week. <laughs> was, I, was I sick or something? Because I almost feel like I just binged those last four episodes when I was, like, sick in bed and was like, oh, okay. fuck it. So even then, I didn't, like, have, like, the best viewing experience, I don't think. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't even remember it. Um, let's,
0: let's bang through some of these other questions real quick. Yeah, okay. yeah I love what these questions. happen? Um,
1: I would love to hear what you think is going to happen with uh, Daenerys. Daenerys.
0: Okay, so well, lastly, we left Daenerys. She wrote off on Dro- – was it Drogo? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Drago it's I think Drago? it's always
1: Drogo. Yeah. I always want to call him Draco
0: like he's Harry Potter's enemy or something. But yeah, she wrote off on her her main dragon it's
1: Drogon. Got, maybe. Drogon,
0: there we go. Yeah, yeah. Dro, uh, got dropped off in Dothraki country and was surrounded by you know basically a giant Khalasar army at the end yeah. of it. Um, she left a little, you know, she left a couple breadcrumbs for people to find her. I'm of the opinion that there's no way they're going to send her back to square one again and having to like be basically the victim of all these people. I am guessing, and she's developed enough as a character where she might provoke them to burn her just so she can emerge from the flames again. And just like, I I have a, I have a feeling like that whole thing is going to be way shorter than you think. Like instead of stretching that out for a season of like, you know, will she escape? Will she be fine? I think she's going to, I think she knows enough now and is confident enough now and knows who she is that, There'll there'll be a moment where she can manipulate them into burning her, just so she can prove that she's kind of this like godlike figure to them, and then basically control the whole khalasar, I I think
1: that's such an interesting theory because they did that khalasar had already abandoned her when she is stepped it the into same the fire. one? Is it the same one though, or is it? A, it looked like a brand new one. It looked like yeah, I thought it, never, Well, not that we would know, but but the rules of the khalasars have sort of been established. Like they just follow. You know who's got the longest braid or whatever, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. they basically just follow whoever's the biggest warrior, and they all abandoned her after Drogo. Uh, and but they didn't see her burn. They didn't right. They, it was her, only her, like little, like her serving women and like yeah, a few yeah. other you know people in her. Uh, what is it really kalisar is that what it's
0: called i mean it's a tiny little kalisar that she had at the end of it she kind of she kind of created one just she's like this is my new kalisar you know
1: i was just questioning a word like i it's been so long since i've heard it said out loud yeah.
0: and then that. here's the other thing too that would make, I me mean, every season has every season since the number first one has had a badass at least one badass denarius moment yeah. um i think season three had two uh just but so they need they need that, and that I can't think of anything more badass than that happening for her to basically win over, you know, you know, thousands of you know, these tribesmen and and you know Dothraki running around. So that's that's I don't know where she goes from there. She can't, you know, it's already been established they don't like the water. So I don't know she can't just put them all on boats and send them to Westeros. Yeah, but at the very least, and this kind of ties into another question of of just you know, does anybody care what's happening in Marine now? Like I don't. Um, the fact that Tyrion's there, I, I just I don't. Clearly, everybody in Marine is shitty to everybody. So uh, I'm just like, why are we still wasting time there? Maybe she brings the, the the Dothraki down and just cleans house, and you know, she just decides to rule Marine forever. I don't know, but I think that's that's how she takes control of that situation.
1: Yeah, I um, but God, that's such a good uh, a good theory. Um. <laughs> um And a good question about marine because they've they've left uh, Tyrion's there. Yep. Um. Uh. Varys is there. Varys is there, uh, and then her like handmaiden, who plays a pretty prominent role, is there. Um, What's his face? Uh, Grey Worm uh Was he? Is he still alive? Yeah, he
0: he was in critical condition, but recovering. And then, what's yeah. his face? The other guy was clearly
1: dead. Was sadly, clearly dead. I like that guy a lot. Well, um, and Jorah came back, right? And Jorah came and back, insane. but she
0: dismissed him, and he still has grayscale. So he's yeah, he right has grayscale.
1: There. So yeah, so that's what I was going to bring up is that he there's like a little storyline with him of how can he serve her while he's clearly dying. Yeah,
0: I mean, at the end of this, at the end of this season. No matter how she gets out of this Dothraki mess, she's got – I want to see some people either mounting dragons to go – basically dragons have got to be like headed west. Um, that's – that we because this is all headed to the wall. We know that the whole point of all this is a final epic showdown at the wall between White Walkers and everybody else. And that's
1: basically that's – that's like what you and I think.
0: I – I can't we- imagine any uh, anything else but that. Like, and here's—I'll even go one more too. Like, I'm expecting, like, they—they yeah, they better not put this in a trailer if it does happen. But I'm expecting like a season seven, like you know, kick-ass moment to be the you know the White Walker king like blowing the horn of winter and the entire wall falls down. Like, yeah. Yeah. All, you know, some massive like just holy crap. Like, and we need those dragons on. Like, we need those dragons there. I think all of this is leading. So, like, I want to see those dragons mounted up by riders or whatever and, like, t- heading across the ocean. That could be the, the very last thing we see in Season 6, but that needs to happen, too.
1: It And, you know, that's – I would love it if they went out like that. <laughs> well, uh, though, I think she should get to Westeros before the before end the of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's my only fear is when she ran into that, uh, that horde of um, uh, the Dothraki, I thought – Ah, crap! Now we've got like ten episodes of her, you know, uh, struggling through the desert with these guys, like you know, back in chains and trying to convince them that she's the queen. And I think for one episode, I I
0: think you got to think you got to put your production hat on too. I don't think they have the money for all those extras and all those like (laughs) scenes. I think it'll be one or two episodes, and then she's either back in marine or she's leading those guys, you know, on her dragon somewhere else. Um,
1: well, now, did, didn't Drogon fly off or something? I mean, when yeah. the Drogon run up, she does not have a dragon with her.
0: No, but, I mean, it's been proven Drogon's always nearby. Like, and I there don't... was
1: a pretty awesome dragon scene in the fighting pits at Marine. Yeah, from yeah. last season. So, you know, like, how many times can they play that card on exactly. one hand? But also, we know that's a likely outcome. You know, I, I, a I, I, horde surrounds her, and three dragons show up and burn them to death.
0: Yeah, I mean, those other two dragons are still locked away. You know they're not. They're still back in marine. So Drogon's right, right, the right. only He's one only who's out.
1: On flew out. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would love it too if she emerges from the fire. You know, again, and then he lands beside her and basically just you know like that would be. There's oh, no amazing. question who runs this this group now. Like that's because my guess is she's going to run into some other you know whoever Khal Drogo's like other. Yeah, you know, what do you call it? Uh, you know, what's the leader of the Dothraki? What do they call that? Like uh, the, cow. the cow, the cow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, of course, Caldrum. Like, there's other cows. Like, he wasn't the supreme cow. I don't right. think. Um, so I'm wondering, like, you know, they're gonna be, they'll have known who she is. They'll have heard of her. You know, so I'm guessing they'll want to, um, you know, mess with her a little bit too. But I, I again, I don't see. It, I would be very disappointed if that drags out to the very end of season six. I just don't feel like yeah. they don't have time. They don't have time. They have this season, and they have. What's either going to be one full season of seven, or more likely a six and seven, and six or seven. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But there's not a lot of time to finish this damn story. So I I would right. hope that we're on that that roller coaster. What what are your thoughts? When was the last time you know like what that's
1: funny? I just I haven't really given much thought to Daenerys because I've seriously just dreaded that it's another like long it's a, you know uh, enslavement of her or the Dothraki or what. I've just been like oh god. Like, she has just been one of my least favorite characters all along. Really? Oh, my God. Her her story, if condensed, is interesting. Yeah. But it's, like, it's just, you know, just the long scenes of the people walking through the desert without food and blah, you know, it's just like, uh, oh, That's season one with the dash of season two, where she gets, like, she has so many kick-ass moments, though. It's kind of, I mean... You know, she was she was just so entitled for like three seasons, and yeah, there's a of that. I just I just like I just have disliked her from the beginning. It's basically like if Hannah Horvath from Girls were the leader, <laughs> like married <laughs> Cal Drogo. That's I want that as that a the meme. I want the that level in... <laughs> the level of my dislike for Daenerys Targaryen. Right. She has slightly redeemed herself, uh, you know uh basically post karth i guess she's sort of redeemed herself but um yeah i just i just don't have any hopes for her you know it's (laughs) so i like hearing your theory i would love to i would love to watch it like with fire that would be cool yeah yeah i think that whole idea of like if john is truly like part targaryen uh part stark and you know and he is resurrected by you know the the red woman and Daenerys flies over to Westeros and and runs into him i mean my god how long, how many seasons would it take them to tell that story but like by it would way. be so cool to see them on yeah. dragons
0: oh god yeah you know? by the way we've one crucial point we forgot um Jon Snow has died releasing him from his oath so right. if Good and when point. he's resurrected he's no longer bound to the night's watch he can kind of go and do whatever he wants so there's some interesting stuff to happen there too, and especially knowing once he finds out that you know Winterfell is just getting ripped apart by the Boltons, like again, I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't some you know he just decided to to go down and knock heads and you know he's if he especially if he is the if he's who Melisandra thought Stannis was you know and and right. he doesn't give into her bullshit nearly as easily as Stannis did like he could that could be a really cool moment for him because they've been progressing his storyline very nicely. Like he's gone from, you know, kind of a meeker. Yeah. You're, you know kind of less, no, less thought of part of the Stark family to being you know, more of a leader, more, you know, it just, he's become what he's become Ned more than any of the other Stark kids. Yeah. Like that's where he's headed. And it's, it ties it back really nicely to season one The last time he saw Ned, they were at that crossroads. Ned was going to go south to King's landing. Uh, John was going to go to the wall And Ned tells him he's like, next time we meet, I'm going to tell you about your mother. And you can tell, like, and Ned, and I think Ned at that point knew he's like, this kid's grown. I mean, John Snow volunteered for the wall for God's sake. So I think Ned's just like, here's a kid who's got a massive ton of a metric ton of honor. Like this, he deserves to know who he is. So once I'm done with all this bullshit, I'm going to come back and. and Obviously, he didn't know he was going to get his head cut off, but, um, you know, yeah anyway what's um what do you think what do you think (laughs) of brand's storyline because we went a whole season without knowing you know what's up with him we didn't see him there wasn't even like a i thought maybe at the end of the season there'd be a you know like a flash or something of like brand's eyes like opening dramatically or you know none of that he's just been m.i.a uh, right. Of course, he's going to be 27 years old when he comes back, and they can we'll have to we'll have to get used to that. But like, what do you what do you, what do you think's <laughs> up with him? What do you think his importance will be moving forward, or or for the rest of the of the story?
1: I the, it's you know it's another of those moments where the readers know more than the viewers because he does appear in the books um, as he is in that tree, mm-hmm. uh, all entangled in the roots, um, and there's he's some... in the tree like the like the seer, the crow, the old guy yeah and so there's some magic stuff that that viewers don't know about that he can do um and so he there's i mean there's a definitely a cool role that can happen there he doesn't not much of that is revealed in the books but he's you know participates in this role mm-hmm. um so i i think that's gonna be cool to watch play out and but uh Um, but I, but I think it's only the magic that's interesting. Like his, you know, his story in the books, at least, you know, um, is like, (laughs) it's, there's, it's pretty uneventful for him personally. (laughs) So, um, but I think there's like a larger story there that's, you know, I just remember in the books being like, that is so cool. Like what a great part of this. And it, it's sort of, you know, some of those parts of like the different religions in Westeros and how they came about and what they mean, like, are just it's cool how they're revealed. You know, it's interesting that like, there's sort of the, there's the old gods and there's the seven, Mm -hmm. and we never really see the seven do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, even though people pray to them all the time. Um, that's true. But it's the old gods that the Starks, that Ned still, you know, like when he goes to a heart tree and, and, you know, prays before it and stuff that's, you know, like there, there's some stuff there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then there's, um, the the red woman and the you know whatever
0: Lord of Light
1: uh, yeah the Lord of Light and that and that um, rally uh, on the Lord of Light they do I mean it's funny how uh, it's funny how like it downplayed Melisandre's power is in the show and the books where Thoros of Mir obviously like you know has results <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah true um, and then of course there's you know there's another big question that uh, you know we might as well just talk about. which is lady stoneheart like are they gonna bring Uh,
0: yeah i'm just gonna say now uh, there there is no point in having lady stoneheart i don't i think anybody who's wanting her to appear that ship has sailed i I, just let's drop that everybody needs to calm down she's not gonna appear she's done Uh, uh, because think about this the whole point of lady stoneheart was to a show you again resurrection was possible with the red the red folk yeah you know, the, the red priest or priestesses and all that like and b it kind of served as a um counterpoint to all the the crap that had happened to the starks up to that time like lady stoneheart was kind of like vengeance personified if you will and i think that goes back to your central problem of taking yet another way a moment away from um
1: one person to yeah
0: <laughs> well from uh, uh oh my god i just forgot her name <laughs> with sophie turner uh what's her name? Sansa. Sansa. yeah yeah uh, I think it takes a, a, another moment away from Sansa by digging up her dead mom and being like she's going to take care of this. You know, for like, I think th- all they have now is for Sansa to kind of take that role on and start to de- you know deliver some vengeance on behalf of House Stark. I, yeah, I don't know why we need Lady Stoneheart for that.
1: Well, I um, I think the magic element is cool, and I also don't, I you know, it's it's weird too because like they've already missed their opportunity to have that revenge moment and you know at the end of season three and then in season four like what if they had opened with it i mean how crazy would that have been and they didn't and so now it's like you know we're we're two seasons removed and it's just you know who cares like uh but I, oh, I can already hear.
0: Someone... I can already hear all the fan and boys crying. Like, oh, who? I care. Just I'm like, hey, guys, guys, gather around the gather around the speaker.
1: It's not gonna but happen. if we have one of those like Marvel Civil good. War moments in season in season seven or eight, where like you know every old hero gets po- pulled into it, yeah. like I can totally see how like. T- Whoa! There's Barric Dondarian and Thoros and Lady Stoneheart with them, or or Beric, I guess, is dead at that point. But I mean, that's that's her story in the books as she leads the Brotherhood without Banners. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it would be cool to like all of a sudden they appear on the battlefield, and you're like, is that Catelyn Stark raised from the dead? Like that'd be crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. But or there's that about- whole fantasy you and I have of like I think we talked about this before, where. White walkers sweep in, and like all of a sudden, all the dead are raised out of Winterfell.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
1: you know, but but Kat was thrown in the river because she's a Tully. Um, so, <laughs> well, going so back she, to, was, she was never going, buried. Going back know. to
0: Bran real quick, I have two things I want to see. Um, one, I want to see him, and this is assuming that the dragons that Daenerys's dragons are still a little uncontrollable or are not rideable, yeah. like. I want to see brand basically war against have one or all three of those dragons and, and kind of control them. Um, for the sake of this, yeah, uh, Yeah. But, what, if, what
1: if it's the Stark kids that control them? That's such an awesome idea. But I think probably more likely
0: there will be some kind of magic going on. Because we, we know that Bran can already warg and he's training to become like a super warg essentially or a super you know magical yeah. person. What if he could somehow find a way to warg into all the dead corpses that the White Walkers are trying to inhabit? Like <laughs> there's this like struggle like in that power between him and the White King. Uh, and there's like a, you know, there's like a way for him to, to, to turn them against, you know, themselves or against the, the White Walkers proper. You know, there's, there's a lot of yeah. ways that could go. I just, I want it to be, I want him to have some skin in the game and not just be like a, I'm watching everything as it happens from here, but I can't do anything about it. Like, I want to see him influence I, events somehow.
1: I have a feeling that he's, I mean, that he's, he's kind of the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi role. Yeah. Um and i think they can do some kind of cool stuff like with that because yeah. he's not like so i think he's he can he's going to be influential in like a really different way i just i really wonder how literal they're going to make it like whether he yeah. you know works into a dragon or if he opens up the you know the portal that allows them to do that or something but yeah, i mean yeah. if there's i guess there's only two well no no no. there's there's Rickon. Which is funny because you had that in the notes too, but like Rickon, Sansa, and uh, Arya, what if the three Stark kids ride the dragons? Wouldn't that that be be crazy? It could be cool.
0: I mean, that flies in the face of a lot of fan theories where it's going to be Daenerys, Jon Snow, and Tyrion i know yeah. that's I that's really like the Tyrion thing. i
1: don't get Tyrion uh, like that's really weird to me i i've followed too many rabbit holes about yeah. like his, his actual parentage or something I, honestly like...
0: i don't i don't want him to be anybody but a lannister i don't want there to be some kind of secret Targaryen thing exactly. like it just needs to be it removes a lot of his development if he's suddenly that now like, i want him to be somebody who his father was just a legitimate asshole to him and he overcame And he's trying, much like Tywin's father. We don't know this from the show, but Tywin's father being kind of just a loser, Tywin overcame that. I want Tyrion to overcome his, you know, all that. And it and it brings up. I I will say this: the only other side of Tyrion's story what I would find interesting um, is what happens. I think we're more and more. I could care less what happens in King's Landing. I think that's just all yeah background noise at this point. Like uh, once we've seen, like we know, we know they're gonna go. There's gonna be some kind of war attack on what's uh what's their, the Sand Snake tribe? Well, and all, of, all of that. Um,
1: do we know that? Because
0: um, Cersei's gonna be pissed. She's, I mean, good lord, she's already pissed. That's about true. The whole Walk of Shame. She's gonna be doubly pissed when she finds out her daughter was murdered by, um, what's her but, f- Elena Sand or whatever her name is. But they're gonna to go to um, war Obrons. with
1: the uh, with the uh, Faith though. That's they're gonna go the to, to war with everybody. They're, I think, they're pinned in with yeah. the, whatever that faith is called like they are that's the um that's the immediate threat
0: Jonathan the, Price. yeah yeah i mean and,
1: uh, and, and you know in the previews there's there's jamie confronting um the you know the head sparrow or you know big yeah. bird or whatever he's called and like <laughs> <Big> that's what <laughs> uh, so that's Hi, you know, we know we know there's that confrontation coming of like um do, are they going <laughs> to attack them like physically or, the, or do they have to win them over to their side to go after is it the <laughs> is it Shame. the martell wait who, who the hell it's the, the the well, the but then the the sand people
0: oh like, yeah oberon is yeah it's Martel. it's oberon Martino, martell isn't it? yeah, yeah yeah but it's elias sand so so the sand is, is the is,
1: bastard name yeah
0: elias sand if that's i think it's elena or elias the oberon's wife she she kind of acted independently um because i know oberon's brother was like don't don't you're gonna mess this up for everybody and she went and did it so like there's right. I feel like, with again, there's only you know, fifteen to twenty episodes left, which is a lot. But I I feel like they need to start wrapping that shit up pretty quick. Like the I don't see there being anything. Out, yeah, but just like the Dothraki thing, I don't I don't see the whole like they're gonna shut down the the. I like I like calling him Big Bird now. They're gonna shut down the high sparrows thing pretty quick. They're well, gonna, you know you like, know
1: I got, I don't know what I want to happen because it feels like. God, they built up all last season of what yeah. dicks those guys were, and, like, how dare they just shut them down quickly, you know? But on the other end, it's like, yeah, let's shut them down if we got more interesting stuff. But cities, they, but
0: how else I could it be? Like, they don't have weapons, really. They don't – like, they're not – they're just a bunch of, like, you know, uh, uber-faith you know, yokels who aren't organized, really. They have a, a leader who doesn't really care. Like, they don't – they're just – they could be so easy. All what should have happened think, from the beginning is they, they send in – organized. They send in the yeah, but they could send in the troops immediately and just like wipe I mean, they have armor and weapons and like all this stuff. They could have just wiped them out immediately. But Cersei kept them around because she thought it would fuck with the Tyrells a bit more. So like it was it the whole thing is like a giant stew of it, it again, everything needs to start more and more focusing north on what happens to Oh yeah. You know, Winterfell and what happens at the wall. Like I just don't see I don't know. I think I know that I know you're
1: you're bored of it, but I do think something interesting is going to happen. I think they're going to have to team up or they're going to have to defeat him and name someone else the High Sparrow Mm. or something. You know, and I think the mountain's going to figure into all that. There was a little clip of that in the trailer, I believe, of like, you know, them sawing some legs off or something. We already think he's. I, th- I think he may have appeared even in in the last season. Yeah, he did. Uh, There's
0: like, whatever his name is, like Johnny Danger or whatever they're calling <laughs> strong.
1: strong. I think it's strong. Robert, <laughs> Robert Strong. Or Robert
0: Strong. Yeah, it was like some yeah. kind of weird, like, it's like everybody's looking at like, well, that's clearly the mountain. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. He is a new uh, knight who is He's interested a new, in helping us.
1: Gigantic person. That <laughs>
0: like, you mean the mountain? Like, that's the mountain, right? Like, yeah. no, no. It is uh, clearly his name is Robert Strong, man. Strong, just strong. Oh, that's it. Yeah um whatever <laughs> let's go back because you mentioned something what uh, it's not entirely consequential but they whatever how ha- whatever happened to rickon where is rickon stark you know like uh, last time we saw him it was it was the uh Jojen reed and his sister and bran and that crew going one direction and rickon and what's her face from harry potter were going the other way yeah uh Ola um, or zola or whatever and no. they
1: were going to i mean i don't even remember but they were going to somebody's you know some friends of the stark whatever so yeah i mean there's all this stuff that could develop there if you Do know we what... need him
0: back though at this point can he just be one of those things that just like you know at some point when it's all over like we just get a footnote at the end of the show going and then rickon came back and actually took over winterfell like is there and
1: who is there's is it a? am <laughs> trying to think of the playwright i think it's Chekhov who had that rule of like a of drama which is like if you put it if you show a gun in act one it better go off and too yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Like, george martin is the king of just leaving guns on the <laughs> mantle everywhere <laughs> like there's just like because exactly like what is rick on like does he have the warging ability like is he, you know, does he have any of the stark power? Like, what are these friends that he went to live with? We have no idea. That was like two seasons ago. Well, and it's been cares. so long. And yeah, let's just leave that gun on the shelf. When they
0: cast, inevitably cast a different actor to show up, we're all going to look, look at the scene, at the screen, and go, who the hell is
1: this? And like, be like, or it'll oh. be like when, yeah, when Bran showed up and his voice had changed, and you're like, whoa, oh. <laughs> who is oh, this I mean, adult?
0: <laughs> oh man, it's going to be even worse when he comes back because we've been a whole year without him. So it's going to be even <laughs> crazy. Actually, two years will have passed since we last saw Bran.
1: Yeah, he's got this long gray beard.
0: <laughs> he's like, "Hello everyone. Hello, hello, Bran here." Um uh, well, there, there is a
1: there's another fan theory that uh that the High Sparrow is um Howland Reed, Jojen and and uh Amira or whatever her name is, like their father oh, who was friendly wow. with the Starks. So, oh my God. I think that's a real reach. Yeah. But if that's Howland Reed sort of in, you know, in the Lion's Den, uh, you know, at King's Landing, like that would just be this amazing. There's amaz- an amazing uh, setup of possible vengeance there. Of like, he here's a pal of the Starks. You know, getting revenge. I don't know, man. I
0: the they Stark would have had to. They would have had to have been a scene they can flashback on, where that you know where where Jojen and his sister, like one of them's like, our father has been. Like I don't remember ever seeing dialogue uttered about their dad or the fact Good that point. you know we haven't seen or the fact that they're you know like, our dad was friendly to the
1: Starks and that's why we're helping yeah. you. Maybe that happened. I just missed it. But like, Bruh, I think, think Bran mentions it when he meets them. Like they I would think have to. They, and which, I say it, that because they right. would
0: have to have a flashback scene that we see at the beginning of that episode where he where you know they reveal that. That. they'd have to because they always you know, the show kind yeah. of assumes the audience doesn't pay attention to these things so they're like here's remember this remember when we said this which brings me to my kind of final big wow. huge question go for um, it in the last what was it the last episode of last season I forget which one is either the second the last or the last in that little montage of scenes that they show you they gave us one of Serio Pharrell uh instructing Aria. And I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna show us that Jack and Hagar was really serial the whole time. And they never did. I'm like, why did they include that in there? Like, why was that little cutaway part of that montage? If not to say, hey, remember him? Watch right. what happens. Like, so my question is, is was that just a fluke in the editing that they just threw in and were like, oh shoot, we can't do that. And they just forgot that it was there. Or is Jack and Hagar gonna be revealed to have been Serial Pharrell at one point? You know, because he can change his face and everything. And you we'll know, no. know that the Faceless Men had an interest in Arya, you know, from way longer than her hooking up with him.
1: I, I hate to say it because that's a really interesting theory, but I think that that clip was put in there. It would be great if we had like uh we could have a listener remind us of this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to go back and watch all of them. Somebody but, I think it was put in there to remind us specifically of the person who killed Sirio because that's who Arya murders. Oh, that's right. Against Jocken's, uh orders. That's though so right. he renders her blind. Oh, so okay. I believe that's why that's in there and not but I have heard that theory before maybe maybe it's just from you and I talking about it but yeah. um it wow, is.
0: that's that's what show, That's what happens when you watch this stuff with like biased stuff in your head. Like already, no, oh, exactly. they're showing us this because this is going to be revealed. Uh, you're totally right. That's exactly why that was there because she ended up killing yeah that dude later on yeah it's so right. funny it's like
1: it's like the this will be a segue to your last point which was <laughs> the map that has always started the show and i've had friends who have been you know they they read so much into that of like oh they shoot bravos like this episode's gonna go to bravos and i have mm-hmm. literally never paid attention to it oh really I, I've <laughs> i'm just like oh here's where they build the wall or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> i've well, never I ne- it took the longest time before i was like. Oh, they're showing new places. Oh, I get it. But you know, I I had so many friends like reading that into like that means this for this episode, and I just was tuned out through it. You know, like humming along or barking along or whatever.
0: So (laughs) rough, 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 rough. Well, let's (laughs) let's let's wrap this up a little bit. The one thing I did want to mention that we hadn't that I kind of mentioned earlier, but let's expand on it for a brief moment. Um, This is season six that starts this Sunday. Yep. Season seven was supposed to be the last. But as I figured would happen, HBO and Benioff and Weiss are all are all saying they don't know exactly how many, but they're saying, oh, no, instead of doing a full 10 for season seven, we're going to do like five or six. And then we'll be back the following year with season eight. That's the other five or six. It's the AMC way of
1: ending. Movies, <sighs> I which mean, wouldn't it just I... be better? No, go ahead. Please. Finish. Well, here's. You
0: may be at home going, what, what? No. And you know, maybe by the time you're listening to this, that that's already been solved or they've you know more details have been revealed. But I I'm actually a big fan of this this way of doing it, and I say that because AMC, Breaking Bad, Hell on Wheels, Mad Men, break uh, AMC has done this pretty successfully. It gives it gives you the ability to focus way more. So like the writers room, right? Instead of having to churn out ten, they're they're just churning out uh, five. Or six right. like they're churning out much they can spend more time it's still the same amount of time in pre-production and production but it's with less episodes you get more concert you know, considered writing you get more budget to spread around on less episodes so the scale and the scope we're going to see a lot more hard home episodes if this happens like I, that was their that was them shooting their wad last season and like yeah. it that they couldn't we're gonna see that way more especially as this escalates to you know some gigantic bet like and it gives you a know, more you know, more stunts they have more time for these things and then i i just feel like overall it's going to give us a much better end product if they're allowed to take their time and spend the right money and, and do it correctly then i would hate for them just to you know have imagine this imagine if it was still 10 season seven episodes the first five or six might just be a you know a a plotting mess and then they have to rush the last three and you're just like what it it feels really unbalanced well that that is
1: appealing but whenever someone does that i think of you know like i I don't i don't watch the walking dead but i think that's probably a good parallel to that because of the the you know if they have big set pieces or whatever but um because as i understand for that they call it one season um, but they're basically shooting it in like two different seasons, you know? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, whereas when they did it to Mad Men, it was totally a cynical money grab, and I think it was for Breaking Bad as well because I they disagree. actually sh- – they shot the entire Mad Men two years before you saw the last episode. They didn't do that with Breaking Bad,
0: and they didn't okay. do it with Hell on Wheels. It was very much – they they did production. They st- and Vince Gilligan has even said as much. He's like – Thank God we did it this way because I could stop. We could take yeah. you know the next the rest of that summer and write the final you know the final episodes and really give it give it our all.
1: So um, yeah, if, if that's what they're going to do, then it sounds like a great idea. But if it's uh, because it would be so much cooler to see shorter. I mean, we talked about this with with Netflix uh, shows too. Like it would be so, or maybe we didn't. Maybe that was another conversation I had. Like, how cool would it have been if Jessica Jones were like a six episode yeah no, mini was, series yeah, where idea. they get rid of the filler and then you know and then we get a season two a lot quicker
0: perfect example because jessica jones you know love it or hate it it was three or four episodes too long there was right. there were three or four episodes where nothing happened and they just kind of and we down. loved it
1: yeah. And, yeah but it had that same game of thrones problem where it like would lead you down one road and then it would just reel you back in and back to the starting point and then lead yeah. you down another road and you're like go somewhere from the first place you went stop. exactly yeah stop taking us back to like you know like square zero which is you know the sansa story like stop yeah. Yeah. Or, stop reeling her back in just let her go be sansa you know I'm,
0: I'm just glad they're saying like i w- i was more worried that the, the hbo would somehow convince them just to go on for another four or five seasons and i'm like right. that scared me to death because like th- these guys are Clearly not capable of of handling that, right? Like there needs to be an endpoint that everything's building towards. Yeah, and I know lost at that, and it was not did not end well for them. But I feel like these guys, if they have that structure, and then they don't have to rely on the books. I feel like we would get the. I almost I'm glad there aren't books right now for them to follow because I think we're going to get the the better end product based on all these these factors.
1: It's really like yeah, like they're yeah, exactly. They, we don't need to look at the books and all the other characters. And it's funny because right before we started recording, you and I both looked up a couple of things, uh, trivia notes, and we, we both landed on the house words yeah. um, on a wiki of Ice and Fire. And we were like, what the shit are all these houses? Like was <laughs> like – 50 or 60 houses that George Martin has written words for, like mottos, you know? And we're going, <laughs> who are these people? Like, we were looking for something, you know, one of the famous main houses. And instead, we're, we're getting all these crazy houses we didn't even know existed. So, I mean, definitely, we don't need to chase any more crazy tangents like that. It would, so, I, if that's what they're doing, I'm so in favor of that. You know, have a focus season seven and a focus season eight. Because I, too, don't want 20 more episodes after the season. No, like, 30 no. more total episodes just to get Daenerys to Westeros and, like, no, have no. that battle?
0: It's, I would be, I, there's no
1: way. I
0: just, it would lose all its urgency. Like, this, from now, from this point on, oh. everything needs to be about a, a basically a, a, an escalating, like, you're, the ball is rolling down the hill. It needs to pick up more speed. It needs to get yeah. bigger. It, like, I, that needs to be, as long as they do that, all this sort of minor plot threads and things, and we didn't even talk about, like, Brienne and uh, Pod or any of that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't think any of the like. I think more and more and more of those things are less consequential to what the hell is going to happen at the wall. What the hell is going to happen with these drag? Like, where is this all headed? Like that.
1: You, know? uh, you nailed it. That is the right word, urgency. Because, yeah. and we've been saying this, you know, since we started talking about it too. Of like, there's a big, giant, damn emergency happening. winter is coming yes they've been saying
0: it since episode one i know minute of episode one
1: you know meanwhile like the hound and aria are just strolling through the countryside for 10 episodes or whatever like as you know as interesting as that was that was like that was just a side quest you know let's what is the quest quest like let's let's focus on the you know the main thing at hand so yeah
0: yeah yeah, i I mean i would love i would love if somehow the wall gets you know let's say the end of season seven is the wall shatters like that's the big cliffhanger that's like the big um
1: i think they could do it now at the end of
0: six they could but i want to see like i want to see the wall shatter and I want to see all the the White Walkers and the you know the the whites or the Whites or whatever you yeah. call it, like come you know the, the undead you know running across into Westeros and I need to we need to see every kingdom everybody basically uniting in one solid front um, to fight them off in one gigantic end end thing like that would be and maybe that maybe that end battle is three episodes of season 8 like and then two more two um, like two more season 8 episodes of how the hell do we pick up the pieces yeah. cuz there's got to be that enough room for that like we can't it can't just be i'll be equally disappointed even if it has that amazing climax and they're just like in 10 in, in 10 minutes they breathlessly say and this happened and this happened and this happened and they're done you know i i want to see some nice resolution to all these little, you know, even if even if half the people die, I need resolution from all these stories. Like I need to know that we're leaving the story in a place that I can imagine it continuing on from there without a lot of difficulty.
1: Well, that's know? that's. I mean, on one hand, I should just wrap it up because you use the word resolution several times and say oh, let's yeah. resolve this episode there. But the uh, talker in me just wants to say, I wonder how many of these things we could just lose. Like yeah, if we yeah. if we never see Podrick again. Is that so bad? No. Like What if what if we never see rick on again? Fine, you know. Yeah, like I just good. there's some not... stuff where we can just let it go. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> know And there's some there are probably some great plot twists to like you know stop the Lannisters from chasing down the Martells or whatever. Like you know maybe the the Tyrells come in and like battle them and they lose so many people that it's like okay we can just forget oberon and all the Sand Snakes and all of that that happened. Like that can yeah. just go away and. As you know, as cool as they are, it's like yeah. But how long do we have to keep doing this? I mean, if HBO really wants to, they could milk this forever and just have a Westeros universe and tell stories out of it. Yeah, you yeah. know, in short little arcs for for literally ever because that's what george martin's been doing for almost 30 years
0: yeah and, uh, you but know got, I, I i they need to not because they need to make room for westworld which is hopefully coming next year <laughs> <laughs> and we can finally because that's i'm actually really excited by that hopefully it's that's a whole other yes it will start well that i i think that's a great place to stop it if yeah. you're listening if you're still listening we're going to be doing this every wednesday uh, as it's Wednesday in Westeros yet again. You
1: can, yeah, you can find us at toddandtaylor.com. That's right. Uh, we have two seasons in the bag of podcasts. Um we are actually going to do two we're going to record two different seasons this year. We're going to right. Game yep. of Thrones that's going to come out on Wednesdays yep. and then in between we're going to do hopefully just shorter episodes like hitting on uh you know our normal stuff, comics, yeah, geek yeah. culture and stuff. And then we got some other like stuff coming out. Look got something cool that we've been working on that yeah. doing, that involves video
0: of all things. So yeah, it's uh,
1: yeah. Um, hang
0: tight for that. I'm sure once once we're ready to talk about it, it'll be it'll it'll we'll be all talk about know. it a lot. So yeah, that's, yeah, being, yeah, all you hear us, we'll have podcast devoted to just this.
1: Yeah, but find it all at toddtaylor You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at hey todd a and I'm at taylor trask. Yes. Do I have to sing? Should I sing it like T R A S K? T A Y L O R T R A S K TAYLOR. Yeah. that probably does it, right? So we are we are wrapped on the season six preview of Game of Thrones for Wednesday in Westeros. That's right. We'll yeah. see you next time next week next Wednesday. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter denkst, Peter denkst, Peter denkst,